Now, you got to break down because in today's world, you don't really talk to your date as much as text. So you got to break down how they text you too. If you just get a high from her, like an H-I, that ain't going to cut it, son. You're out. That's all she says, hi? Really? If that's how a date talks to you and says hi, like after you haven't talked to her for a while, you know, that's how you start conversations again, then she doesn't really like you. If she goes for the hey, then I don't know what that means. But here's here's the here's the changer, guys. She goes for the hey with the triple Y. That is it. The triple Y. The the more Y's, the more it she means, likes you. Yes, the more Y's, and then you gotta respond with the Wazam. Welcome to episode two. Of season two of the campus ministry three. Welcome to episode two of season three of the campus ministry ten minute break podcast. I'm your host Patrick Dowd, <laughs> along oh, with co-host oh. Killian Lyon, Ooh. and uh, special guest Ooh. for this week is uh, Roland Wagsback. He wants to get to back at me. Huh? To be here. Also, uh, our uh, the moderator here is also <laughs> the real Mr. host, Mr. Peter Flores. That's right. That's right. Well, it's good to have you guys all here. Um, we had a pretty good conversation the first time around, so. I think, yeah, moving forward, we just decided Patrick and Killian will be the hosts of the 10-Minute Break podcast. And yeah, as Patrick mentioned, we're joined today with special guest, Roland Wagesback. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so to start things off, Patrick had Patrick ha- had some ideas or misgivings well, maybe about well, the I, homecoming I, I dance. No, I mean, there's no misgivings. I think they had to, I think they had to make, make do with what uh, they were given this year, given the current situation with COVID and everything. So just just to be clear for people that are unaware, because of COVID and, and other things, the homecoming dance is taking place at Jesuit High School's campus, to which Patrick Dowd uh, has uh, some stronger uh, not thoughts. Not even not even just being a Jesuit. I think the being outdoors, being in the courtyard, I think is a lot of variation. A lot of there could be a lot of I don't know how to put it. Um, amazingness. Wow, Killian. Um, I'm on Team Killian here, by the way. A lot of, a lot of, unpre- I don't know. See, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. See, as I hey, have helped plan homecoming just a little bit. Um, What's your? I just have to. I'm not gonna give any, away anything in particular. But we're spending more at Jesuit than we do at the Superdome. This is <laughs> we're going we're going hard, and it's gonna be amazing. It, this is the same student council that blew its budget on a gong. Already. No, that was, <laughs> that that is was correct. That was last year's. That, is that was correct. That was last oh, year's budget. Oh, Patrick, that was that's, last year's that's, budget. Oh, is confidential. It, there. Is it? Is it, right. is it? Is it? Is it true? Can you? Can you confirm that the gong? It was sounding very sad. Has a crack. I, in I can't. I can't confirm or deny that the gong is cracked. I mean, I could but, not hear it. But it does now go by the nickname the Liberty Gong. <laughs> that that's a beautiful nickname. But like, can the Liberty Bell still ring? No, it can't. Just like this gong. Hey, we're still ringing the gong. This might sound a little slightly different, ever so slightly. It sounds like a triangle. You know the triangle we beat at the orchestra? I disagree. Uh huh. Still sounds beautiful. <laughs> the triangle at the orchestra. It's <laughs> 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 All right. Back to the homecoming. I just think I think being outside is going to present some new challenges for the, homecom- for the homecoming planning group that they haven't faced before. And I'm interested to see how it will turn out. 
But Dad, you're not going. I'm not going. He's not going. He's not going to see. I will find out based off of uh, what I hear. So out of mouth. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you it was the greatest experience I've had in my entire life. It was. It hasn't happened yet, Roland. No, it will be. <laughs> okay. I have one question and one question only, Roland. Will there be a giant chandelier? I heard talks about it. There are there are talks of a chandelier. It's just there's we're getting a giant we're getting tents for this. We're getting Who's as, your uh, who's your tentist? Mr. Rillian is at confidential. His oh. tentist is he's a He has a he personal says, tentist. He says he has a personal tentist who's well experienced and premium. Well, tell tell this personal attendance that we got a lot of guys expecting a great showing and, and a beautiful scene. So this attendance has a lot of pressure on them. Just the issue with the chandelier is we don't really know if uh, a tent can support a chandelier. You see, that's a problem for the attendance. <laughs> How do you become a attendance? So is there a attendance school? Basically, you you go <laughs> the to fabric of dentistry, <laughs> the New Orleans School of Tentistry. Step one is to learn how to sew. What? Why? Why do you have to learn how to sew, Killian? <laughs> to make the tents. What do you mean? Killian, can we go to those then, famous Killian, can we get a famous 10-minute break analogy right now? <laughs> let me give you let me break this down for y'all. Well, what would I analogize here? The tent? <laughs> exactly. So building a tent. It's like making a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> you got hey, stop laughing. I'm trying to focus here. <laughs> you got you gotta start with the basic, the plate. The plate <laughs> Mr. Forbes is currently redder than me on a hot Saturday afternoon. So anyway, start with the plate, start with the sewing. You gotta sew that fabric up. Why is the sewing the then, plate? Then you need to hey, then you need to learn how to weld because you need to weld those metal poles. I know I know a high class welder. He can agree with me on this. Oh uh, you a need- high class welder. Is my grand, my grandfather's friend. Oh, uh, what kind of welder is he? Six A, highest class welder ever. He welds boats. So anyway, <laughs> see you got You got to weld the poles together, and then put the little string inside of the poles so they can connect. And that that's that's the bread. Wait, what You layer. You gotta. You gotta layer. So far, we have a plate and some bread. <laughs> It's a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Let me get back to it. You got to layer layer the peanut butter. Not too thick, not too thin. Just like a tent cover, fabric, whatever. Layer that on top of the poles. And then you finish it off by shoving it inside of the tiny little bag that you can never actually put back into once you open. That is closing the sandwich to Kill, make the perfect Kill, masterpiece, Kill, a PB and J sandwich. This is peanut butter. Which jelly. you can only drink with milk. What? What is the milk? The, 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 what kind of milk? What, what, what kind, kind of, of milk? milk? The milk is the homecoming. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what kind of milk? Like whole, two percent chocolate, chocolate. Don't say chocolate. See, I'm a big. You say chocolate, I'm gonna kill you. I, I found I found this new type of milk called oat milk. Ugh. Stop. Not Killian. No. Not no. goat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Stop. I mean, I only drink it. Because I purple a lot. No, no, cut that out. 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 It will not be cut. Okay, on to the next topic, boys. All right, so just to maybe maybe wrap up this uh, peanut butter yeah. and jelly sandwich here. Uh, so we got one not going to homecoming. That's Patrick's dad. Two going to homecoming. 
And any final thoughts on uh, Homecoming in the courtyard? It's going to be fantastic. Tickets. It's going to be fantastic. Come to the student council office and buy your tickets this week. All right. Sounds good. Uh, other things that are – so Homecoming again, Roland, is when? It is uh, this Saturday, which I believe is November 6th. November 6th at Jesuit – at Jesuit High School. What in time? the courtyard. In the courtyard. In the lock in is at eight. Lock in. The, the dance opens at seven. Okay, dance it opens ends at seven. 10:30. Ends at ten thirty. And what time are they playing Brian Eyed Girl to get the eighth graders? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Eighth graders gotta go. Gotta go. The baby Jays. Um, so other things that happened this week, uh, it was All Saints Day yesterday, November first. Today's All Souls Day, November second. Uh, but I, I was thinking with with Saints and everything. There's often a lot of confusion of what does the Catholic Church actually think about the saints. You know, some people think that we're we're worshiping someone other than God, um, and so maybe we could ask your advice uh, as you know, members in Sodality, juniors taking a morality class right now. Both, what do you think the role of the saints is? Maybe you know, in general, but then in your own life, maybe do you have a patron saint, a favorite saint? Uh, so just again, on the heels of a great saints victory this weekend against the bucks uh, let's let's talk about some saints well um i think starting off with uh just looking at the saints as a whole and how they kind of fit in with the whole catholic um image uh i think saints are what we can use to base our own faith off of they they practice out the ideal of how we are supposed to live our life in the catholic faith not we don't worship them as as the faith, but how we can reverence that greater God. They are the example of how we can um, revere God and follow the way of Jesus. I, my opinion on saints is very similar to Patrick's. They're pretty much just a role model for you. It's like it's like a son who looks up to their dad, just inspired to do everything like them, increase your holiness. And then the important thing is. And saints is that you don't pray, you're not praying to a saint. You're praying for a saint's intercession. You're asking for a saint to help you with a specific thing that they were good at in their lifetime. It's like you can pray to St. Thomas Aquinas to help you with your studies because he was a great scholar and a, he was a genius. A learned man. Yes. So what I, my view is obviously very similar <laughs> to my other friends. However... What I appreciate about the saints is that there's so many, so many of them now in the Catholic Church. You can see each of their lives as different ways to get to heaven. For instance, you have my favorite saint, Alphonsus Rodriguez. He was just a brother for the Jesuits. He stayed that way all his life and for 30 to 40 years was a porter. So he opened doors for all the Jesuit scholars that would walk into the colleges and he was humble, and he just lived a very modest life, and he's a saint. But then you have other people like Francis Xavier, who would help the poor in uh, foreign countries. He went out, he baptized over 30,000 people. Is that right? A lot of people. A lot, a of, lot people. of people. A lot of people. Yeah. Many people. And so both of those people's lives are completely different, and yet they got to the same place. Because they had the same core values. And that's what it takes to be a saint. Yeah, and I think Glenn, that's that is a really great point though about the saints. <laughs> uh, for, that, for those for those uh, listening, Killian was just flexing 
on all of us for his great point about the Saints. <laughs> but but it is. It is a great point because I do think the Saints show us, and to, to piggyback off of Dowd and, and Roland's points, is that these were human people, sinners just like us, that lived an earthly human existence. And the multitude of saints show that there's many different paths to sainthood, that there's a lot of different ways to be holy. Uh, the important point, as Killian was saying, is that you attempt to be holy. And so, yeah, you have people like St. Francis of Assisi, and you have people like St. Francis Xavier. Very different saintly lives, but also directed to the same mission. Um, so uh, we mentioned Alphonsus Riguez and Francis Xavier and Thomas Aquinas. Do you all have any other patron saints that you would go to for specific cases or needs? Uh, I don't. I have one that I just pray to a lot just in general, and it's uh, St. Padre Pio. I've heard him a lot because he's, he's kind of like uh, a superhero saint. He could be at two places at once. He'd appear to people in the flesh all over the world. He's, he could tell, he could read his friends' minds. He could tell people he was in the area just by a certain smell. He had the stigmata. I mean, he was just incredible. He, had, he could tell what people in the confession were saying before they were saying it. And he's just all around, just like, like Superman, but if he was a Italian uh, a larger Italian priest. You know, um, I kind of sometimes find it hard to take one saint and like revolve my life around him just because I, mean, I like like looking at lots of other saints. But recently, going through my morality class with uh, Coach Lamoth, I've been looking a little more and kind of meditating a little more on um, St. Boethius and his teachings about how all earthly things are are not tr- the true happiness, but what we want and what we desire to gain is what only God can give us. That's been um, something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and uh, I think a great a great saint to look at and to pray to when sometimes you feel overwhelmed or constantly attracted by worldly things and you lose sight of God and the our daily world. I'm going to just agree with Patrick because obviously us taking morality right now, we're focusing spending an hour a day on St. Boethius and his, his just um, book, the constellation philosophy does reveal a lot of truths. And it, I've just found that throughout my life now, I've been kind of thinking about what he says in his book and it's been helping. So I think it's always good that as we go through different stages of our life, we find a saint who we share a common interest or a common value with, and we just pray with them or to them or for the intercession of them until we get to that final goal. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably like a good way to kind of end that conversation is Anyone that's worried about, you know, sort of Catholic theology about the saints, that's a great image of like imagining that saint, let's say you're in a chapel kneeling down praying in front of a crucifix, imagining that saint next to you also praying to Christ. And it's the very same way that you would ask your friends to pray for you, pray with you. Uh, That's really what we mean by the intercession of of the saints. Uh, One thing that it seems we may not need help with or intercession with this year is success in the, uh, the sport arena. Uh, with district championships recently won by the swimming team, 
I think the 39th consecutive district title for Jesuit swimming, uh, cross country, getting a perfect score at the district championship, one through seven before anyone else's uh, runner. And then this Friday, we've got a chance to secure the standalone district championship for football. Uh, and so, you know, maybe Roland being a part of that team can give us some special insight into what, what should we expect this Saturday uh, or is it Friday? Friday? What should we expect this Friday from Jesuit versus Rummel? Uh, it's it's going to be a hard-fought physical game, as most of the Catholic League games are. You know, Je- uh, Jesuit, especially especially this year, we're very run-heavy, and uh, so is so is Rummel. And Rummel, Rummel is younger this year, which which is one of the reasons they've struggled with certain teams this year. But they have they have great talent, and in certain games they can just it's like they just flip a switch. And they're a completely different team, and they can they can play anyone, and they can compete with anyone. And so can Jesuit. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great game, and uh, hopefully Jay's come out and we're gonna do our best to come out on top because dis- we got standalone district for the first time since uh, 2011. All right, score prediction. Score pred- I'm not gonna give a score prediction. Okay. Coming off a great win against HL Bourgeois, I'm gonna call a score prediction of let's say 35 to seven. All right. I got the Jays coming out on top, 28-17. Big game for Jace Larson and quarterback Jack Rivier. Well, yeah, what would you say are the, the keys to victory here? Uh, I, I, got, I got the keys to victory. Number one is detail. The Jesuit high school football team relies on a good football IQ and a lack of mistakes, and that includes ball security. If we, if we start off the game like we started off against HL Bourgeois with three straight turnovers, that can't win any games. You can't win games like that. Third, we have to be the more physical team. The way we look at that is about rushing our opponent by one. Fourth, you have to win the officials over. You got to carry the ball and run it to them individually. Because if it comes down to a, a questionable holding call at the end, it's nice if the, if in the back of the ref's head it's like I like this team more than the other team because they they ran the water out to me during timeouts. Those are what I those are what I say are the keys to victory. So, Rowan, are you saying the refs are biased? No, I would never say the refs are biased. Wait, are we bribing the refs now? Is that what no. Jesuit High School is doing no. now? No, Jesuit does not bribe the refs. Ron, what are you doing? Are, are, are you giving me a $1 bill to shut up now? Is that, is that what happened? <laughs> for, the, for the record of those listening, I am not giving Killian any money. Well, well, I don't want your money, man. This is, this, is, this is very awkward for me. And it's also very funny. Yeah, unfortunately. I took it. <laughs> all right y'all well again thank you for uh for joining us again for another episode of 10 minute break with our you know newly ordained not newly ordained with our newly named host patrick dowd clean line and special guest roland Wagaspack. thank you for tuning in for season three episode two of the campus ministry 10 minute break podcast hope to see you soon again thank you signing off patrick dowd as the croc in the swamp once said. <laughs> See you later, alligator. Shut it off. We're good. (laughs) 